My friends, it's a wonderful day today because it is Memorial Day. Happy Memorial Day. I hope you've got a good day planned, maybe some extra time spent with family, maybe you'll grill out some hot dogs and hamburgers, and perhaps you'll do what the day was designed to encourage, and that is to take some time and remember our fallen heroes who've given their lives defending this country. Originally known as Decoration Day, Memorial Day sprang up really from the grassroots level in communities all over America as communities would set aside a day that people could go put flags and flowers on the graves of soldiers who died in combat. In 1971, Congress passed a law and made it a federal holiday the last Monday in May. Now, today, it's, it's a fun day, the holiday, you know, and, and it's the unofficial kickoff to summer. But I hope you take some time, whether you've, you've got some graves that you like to decorate. Many people take this day to remember departed loved ones, whether they were soldiers or not, and I think that's great. But whatever you do with this day, I like it because it helps us with the discipline of remembering. In our text today, in Psalm 4, verse number 1, the Bible says, Hear me when I call, O God of my righteousness. Thou hast enlarged me when I was in distress. Have mercy upon me and hear my prayer. Part of David's prayer here, part of the basis of it, was that God had helped him before. Therefore, he was confident that God could help him again. David was reminding himself of what God had done. He said, I was in distress before. Thou hast enlarged me when I was in distress. Many people think this psalm goes right along with the previous psalm when David was running from Absalom in hiding in real distress. But David said, I remember when I was in distress before. I remember when I was on the run from old Saul but then God, you took me and you enlarged me as, as, as it is enlarged my coast, gave me more influence, helped me. And Lord, because you did it before, I know you can do it again. You know, people have such trouble remembering. It really is a discipline to remember some things. And I don't mean just where I put my keys, where's my belt, that kind of thing. Not that remembering. I mean remembering the Lord, remembering what God brought us through, brought us out of, where we would be without the Lord. Many times throughout scripture, I'm talking many times, God encourages us, commands us to remember. Israel, for example, so many times God tells them to remember that he saved them out of Egypt. He saved them when they were in the wilderness. He saved them in battle. So many, well, one example, Deuteronomy 15, 15, it says, and thou shalt remember thou wast a bondman in the land of Egypt and the Lord thy God redeemed thee. I'm not even going to get into all the many times just in the book of Psalms, we're told to remember Luke 17, 32, it says, remember Lot's wife. Luke 16, 25, but Abraham said, son, remember that thou in thy lifetime receivest thy good things and likewise Lazarus evil things, but now he is comforted and thou art tormented. I believe that people in hell, based on this story, true story that Jesus told, people in hell will have their memories. 
and they'll be able to remember that they rejected the gospel, that they chose not to believe, not just believe in God, but believe upon the Lord, trust in Jesus and take that gift to salvation. They'll be able to remember that. And, you know, friends, you and I, we need to take some time today and remember, you know, if, if we're not, if we're not constantly reminding ourselves, remembering what God has brought us from and what God saved us from, then we'll have the, the tendency to be prideful. Really? We will, uh, to also be judgmental, uh, to look down on people when they fall into sin or to look down upon somebody because they don't quite have it all together right now, like you might, because uh, friend, it's but for the grace of God that you would be wherever the person you're looking down on is, okay? You and I have got to remember. I think of a couple of churches in the book of Revelation, and, and again, we, we can make this a huge biblical study. I think it's 144 times in the Bible we see the word remember, remember, remember. I think of the Ephesian church in Revelation 2, who was busy, who was serving God, who was zealous, who was excited about the things of God, who had all kinds of ministries going on, but there was one problem. They had left their first love. And most people would agree that that first love is a love for the Lord, a passionate love for God, for walking with God. I remember when I first got saved, I wanted to read the Bible. I was five years old, but I wanted to get all I could. Now, a five-year-old can't understand too much, but I love it when I see my kids with an open Bible trying to work through it because they just have a passion and a hunger for the Word of God. They want to pray. They want to go to church. They want to go to Sunday school. They just have that love for the Lord. But the Ephesian church had lost that. And do you know what Jesus told them? Do you know what he said the solution was? Revelation 2.5 says, remember, therefore, from whence thou art fallen and repent and do the first works or else I will come to thee quickly and will remove thy candlestick out of his place, except thou repent. Here's what he said. Remember, remember, therefore, from whence thou art fallen and repent and do the first works. See that ingredient, that first step into getting back back to that passionate relationship with Jesus Christ, getting back to your first love is remembering from whence thou art fallen. Think about the sin that God saved you from. You say, well, I got saved when I was a little kid. I was at vacation Bible school and I got saved when I was little too. And, you know, I will admit I was not a crackhead when I was five years old and I got saved. There wasn't all that much sin that was jail worthy when I was five years old that I could raise my hand and, and give a shocking testimony in a church service about what God brought me from and saved me from. But I've sinned plenty since then. And when I received Jesus Christ, he saved me of all my sins, past, present, and future. And just because. My sin was perhaps lying, perhaps stealing, whatever. All sin is sin before God. And every person who has sinned is under the same condemnation. Every sinner has earned a place in hellfire because of that sin. But praise God, 
Jesus Christ died for our sins. That's what I'm talking about. Another church in Revelation, Sardis, the church that had a good name, the church that had a good reputation, that also was uh, trying to keep things pure in their church, good truth, good doctrine. I read to you Revelation 3, 2. It says, be watchful and strengthen the things which remain that are ready to die. For I have not found thy works perfect before God. Uh Uh-oh. Verse number three, in verse one, it said it was a dead church. You've, you've, you've got a name, but you're dead. You're a dead church. You know, you, you walk into the church service and everybody looks good and everybody's preaching the right thing and singing good songs, but it's a dead church. There's no life there. Dead as a doornail. How many of y'all, all, y'all have been to a church like that? You visited a church, you walk in and it's like a dusty library, maybe not in, in the cleanliness, but the spirit, it's crusty. You feel like if you blew on somebody, they blow away. They're so dusty and, and, and decrepit. Uh, and they, I mean, it doesn't matter the age. I'm saying just the life, no life at all. Here's what he said. Verse three, of revelation three, remember therefore how thou hast received and heard and hold fast and repent. He said, remember you and I need to remember today. The main problem in both of those churches, the Ephesus church, the Sardis church, was that their life lived for Jesus was on autopilot. They'd taken their hands off the controls, so to speak, and just kicked their feet up and just kind of coasted. Their heart had stepped away from God. And the greatest commandment we have is to love God with everything about us and then to love others as we love ourselves. And we can live a moral lifestyle but be far away from God in our hearts, not talking to God, not listening to God and His Word, not loving God. And God says to repent. How? Remember. Remember how sinful and wicked you were. Remember where you would be without Christ. Remember where you would be going after you die without Jesus Christ. I love that song, that old song, Remind Me, Dear Lord. It says, nothing good have I done to deserve God's own son. I'm not worthy of the scars in his hands. Yet he chose the road to Calvary to die in my stead. Why he loved me. I can't understand. And the chorus goes, roll back the curtain of memory now and then. Show me where you brought me from and where I could have been. Remind me I'm human and humans forget. So remind me, remind me, dear Lord. Today on this Memorial Day, remember your loved ones, but also remember the Lord. Remember what he brought you from. Remember where you could have been. Remember the cross. Remember and be encouraged in the Lord. Lord, thank you for this Memorial Day. I pray that you'd remind us of some things today. Help us to remember. Pray you'd bless the listener. Give him a great day in the Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.